Welcome to the St. Anne Roman Catholic Podcast, coming to you from Gilbert, Arizona. We pray that God will bless your time as you listen. Merry Christmas. Okay. You know, it's it's not a high holy day without something going awry. So as we were sitting in the sacristy, noticing that there were no servers with us, we suddenly realized all the things that servers do. (laughs) When you saw the mad rushing back and forth, that was us doing what we're used to other people doing. What a way to start Christmas. Okay. Um, You may not know this, but there's different readings for all the different Christmas Masses. There's a Christmas Vigil, and there's a set of readings. And there's Christmas at night, and there's a different set of readings. And there's Christmas at dawn, and there's a different set of readings. And then there's Christmas at day, and it's these set of readings. And the Christmas at night and the Christmas at dawn have the reading that you and I expect to hear at Christmas. The birth of Jesus. We, um, we hear the prologue of St. John's Gospel, and it may appear to us to be rather less than Christmassy. But this is the text used in the Latin church across the centuries precisely to draw attention to the birth of Jesus, the meaning of the incarnation itself. Uh, Such a popular text that in early medieval times, priests had it memorized. And as they finished saying mass, they would recite it to themselves on their way back to the sacristy after every single mass. So popular that much later on it actually became a part of the mass. And so if you're familiar with the liturgy from before the reforms, the last liturgical act of the liturgy after the priest gives the blessing, as he goes over to the gospel sign and he proclaims this prologue of the gospel of John. And the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. And we saw his glory the glory as of the Father's only Son, full of grace and truth. This is the deep Christmas message. Um, Christmas isn't really circumscribed by the pretty postcards that they have. And it isn't the idyllic image that we sometimes imagine. 
that's stable, you know, with the cute donkey and the cute lamb. If, if you've ever been around donkeys, are they cute? And if you really have seen lambs out in the field, how cute are they really? No, the picture we have in our mind, it, uh, it's a picture drawn by faith, and so there's some value in it. We know this moment to be life-altering, to be beautiful, to be wonderful beyond all compare. But the reality of that Christmas isn't captured by the sweet, cute image. The reality of that first Christmas is captured by the proclamation of the prologue of John. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came to be through him. But the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him. But to those who did accept him, he gave power to become children of God, literally sons of God. To those who believe in his name, who were born not by natural generation, not by human choice, nor by a man's decision, but of God. From his fullness, we have all received grace in place of grace. Because while the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God. The only Son, God, was at the Father's side, has revealed him. He has made known the Father to us. And this babe in Bethlehem, God has a face. Not in the anthropomorphic sense when we say we wish to see God's face, but a human face. That the whole uh, point of history up until that point reached its culmination. And all of the rest of history is just the drawing out of this one magnificent act of God in a cave in Bethlehem. And almost nobody knew about it. We have been made sons of God in the only begotten Son of God by the gift of baptism. He who humbled himself to share in our humanity has made us to be partakers of his divinity. This is Christmas. Perhaps a little less cute uh, than the snowman and reindeer but for all of that, far more powerful in its proclamation. We have a Savior, and he is one of us, and he is God. 
and the whole of our lives depend upon believing in his name, accepting the gifts of his grace, living by the way that he teaches us to live, and allowing him to heal our brokenness and make us whole. If you keep this, you'll keep Christmas. And not just today, but every day of the year. Amen. Thank you for listening to the St. Anne Roman Catholic Podcast. For additional podcasts and media, visit us on the web at www.stanneaz.org. Again, that's www.stanneaz.org. St. Anne, pray for us.